Welcome to AJHP Voices, a series of discussions with AJHP authors and interviews focused on contemporary issues that drive health outcomes. AJHP is the official journal of ASHP. Its mission is to advance science, pharmacy practice, and health outcomes. This is William Zelmer for AJHP Voices. I'm speaking with the authors of an article about a survey on attitudes about the value of postgraduate year three pharmacy residency training. With me are Dr. Yen Dang of the School of Pharmacy and Health Professions, University of Maryland Eastern Shore in Princess Anne, Maryland, and Dr. Kim Tolu of Capital Health Medical Center in Pennington, New Jersey. Yen and Kim, thank you so much for agreeing to have this conversation about your AJHP article. Since uh, your paper deals with pharmacy residency education, let me ask each of you about your personal experience with residencies. Yen, would you like to start? Sure. Thank you for having us. Um, so I'm currently an associate professor and director of global health at the University of Maryland Eastern Shore. As far as my own residency experience, um, I'm PGY-1 and PGY-2 trained in ambulatory care um, at Temple School of Pharmacy. Um, I also currently precept the PGY-1 community pharmacy resident for the past four years in research and ambulatory care modules. Um, and I also serve on the residency advisory committee. Kim, what can you tell us about your experience in this regard? Um, so similar to Yen, uh, I train as a PGY-1 at Temple University Health System in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And then I completed a PGY-2 in internal medicine at uh, MedStar Union Memorial Hospital in Baltimore, Maryland. Currently, I work as the uh, infectious disease clinical specialist at Capital Health in New Jersey. I'm a preceptor for PGY-1. PGY-1s in antimicrobial stewardship. I'm also starting a PGY-2 in pharmacotherapy at our health system. And lastly, I'm the co-chair of the residency advisory committee here. Well, Kim, um, what definition for postgraduate year three residencies did you use in your survey? For our survey, we weren't sure of how PGY-3s have evolved since the publication by Helling and colleagues back in 2014. So we tried to keep the definition as broad as possible, just to account for the various types that may exist uh, and have emerged over the past five years. So in our survey, we define PGY-3s as an additional year of residency to supplement the PGY-2 training. And this could either include like specialization or complementary training on top of the PGY-2. Yen, could you elaborate on the origin of the PGY-3 concept? Sure. So similar to what Kim was saying, um, we stumbled upon the article um, in AJHP written by Helene Johnson um, that really advocates additional training after the PGY-2 with something they called the PGY-3 option. Um, and they wanted this to advance subspecialty training, further research, and advance administrative leadership. And the authors in this publication argued that this was needed for health system transformation to advance pharmacy clinicians into specialties and address the gaps in PGY-2 training. 
Kim, uh, PGY3 pharmacy residencies are quite rare. I think you found two of them in your survey. So can you elaborate what was the rationale or impetus behind your survey? Oh, so approximately about two years ago, I had attended an ASHP uh, residency program design and conduct event. And so this included a diverse group of like local program directors as well as preceptors. And one of the discussion points during this event was the thought of a PGY-3 and like some uh, the direction of residency training. However, as we were discussing with many of the preceptors that were involved in the program, it seems like there was an overall negative reaction from the participants. So I was having a discussion with my colleague Yen here in regards to PGY-3s, and we were curious to see if the perception of PGY-3s was different on a national level, especially considering the differences in like pharmacy practices between regions of the United States, as well as like a continued push for like pharmacy advancement currently. So like with like provider status, as well as like additional board certifications. Yen, uh, tell us briefly who the survey respondents were. So we emailed the survey out to all ASHP accredited residency programs, um, particularly targeting the program directors on the listserv and asking them to further distribute the survey among other members of the residency program for residents, preceptors, coordinators, um, and anybody working with the residents. So the survey was targeted to both PGY-2 um, and PGY-1 programs um, on the ASHP website. So in the end, we had about 845 respondents, the primarily of which were residency directors, but there was about 550 programs who participated, um, and we had about a 22% response rate. Kim, what can you say about uh, findings with respect to familiarity with the PGY3 concept? Although, like Helen and colleagues introduced the concept of a PGY3 residency about five years ago, there are currently no ASHP standards for accreditation of a PGY3 and a limited number of non-accredited programs available. So our study found that approximately only a third of the survey respondents were familiar with the PGY-3 training, and then with only like two respondents working in an institution that offered a PGY-3 experience. Yen, your survey assessed opinions or attitudes that might be favorable or unfavorable toward the PGY-3 concept. What did you find in this regard? Actually, pretty much all of the attitudes hinge for the unfavorable concept um, for PGY-3 training. So um, when we completed the survey, about 75% of the respondents were against um, ASHP pushing for the accreditation of future PGY-3 programs. Um, similarly, about 80% of people did not believe that there were enough pharmacy jobs for PGY-3 programs, and the same amount didn't believe that people were going to refrain from another year of pharmacy salary to do the additional year of residency training. And on average, about 30% believed that this extra year of PGY-3 training would allow more job competence than training on the job and only half of our participants said that PGY-3 
three would not help graduates obtain the position that they wanted compared to those who completed the PGY-2. Kim, uh, did the results of your survey identify any areas of pharmacy that might be conducive to PGY-3 residency education? So the survey participants did acknowledge that certain specialties may benefit from like formalized training after the completion of a PGY-2. Previously, some areas that were suggested for subspecialization include like endocrinology, uh, pediatric hemonc, as well as like geriatrics, nephrology, palliative care, and as well as administrative leadership. However, our study found that a majority of the respondents thought that pharmacogenomics would be an area of specialty that should be considered for like PGY-3 training. However, it's important to note that clinical pharmacogenomics training is limited with only three ASHP-accredited PGY-2 residency sites at the time of the survey, so this may have affected the results. Also, other specialties identified include like oncology, critical care, infectious disease, and transplant. Well, yeah, and as we uh, conclude our discussion, is there anything else you would like to share with listeners about your article? So overall, what we learned about completing the research was that many pharmacists um, involved in residency programs don't see the value or need for additional PGY-3 training um, and would really strongly oppose the standardization by ASHP. Despite obtaining job specialization, which is one benefit of PGY-3, many people believe that it would lead to for personal finances, a lot more time commitments, and it would have actually negative impacts on the pharmacy job market. And a lot of people who answered our survey noted that board certifications, scholarly activity, and just involvement with regular pharmacy organizations were preferred avenues for career advancement over the PGY-3 training. Well, Yen and Kim, thank you so much for taking time to have this conversation with me. You've uh, summarized your article very well. I appreciate it. This is William Zelmer. I've been speaking with Dr. Yen Dang and Dr. Kim Tolu about the results of their survey on attitudes toward PGY-3 pharmacy residency training. Thank you for listening. That concludes this interview. For more information about AJHP, the premier source for impactful, relevant, and cutting-edge professional and scientific content that drives optimal medication use and health outcomes, please visit www.ajhp.org.